Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. Hello, beauties. I have lots of life updates going on. I am moving from New York to Los Angeles. I'm going to do a whole separate episode about moving because moving is just one of those life experiences that, wow, it teaches you so much about yourself, but it also taught me things about my relationship with beauty and skincare and things. And there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. And I am going to come back here and chat with you all about it. Also new city, new beauty treatments, new approach to beauty. You all know all the LA girls I've interviewed on this podcast, like they're doing facials with crystals. It's a whole different ball game over there. So I'm excited to get into it, but today's episode is a rerun. It's a repeat with one of my favorite people ever, the makeup artist, the model, the incredible Raisa Flowers, who I just admire so, so much. Every time I see her, I last saw her at the Met Gala after party, the Instagram Met Gala after party. And I was like, Raisa, I am obsessed with you. And she was like, no, I know. (laughs) Because all I do is tell her how obsessed I am with her and her makeup. She's just one of those voices in the industry. She's also incredibly fashionable, incredibly stylish. She was on the Savage and Rihanna, like Amazon Prime fashion show. I like screamed. I was like, oh my gosh, that's Raisa. She is just dope and someone to definitely get acquainted with. I interviewed her back in 2019 and I wanted to bring this episode back. All of my recording equipment, everything is packed up in boxes. So I'm just trying to sort my life out, but I will have new episodes coming for you soon. And in the meantime, enjoy the conversation with Raisa. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts, not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello. It's Brooke DeVard. You're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I'm sitting here with Raisa Flowers, who I've wanted to have you on. How long has this been like me trying to get you on? Months. Months. It's been since, I think, maybe March. Yes. You were talking about it and it's been a long journey. And you were booked and busy (laughs) and you were always somewhere fabulous in Europe, doing work, being booked working as a makeup artist, an influencer, a creator. So I'm honored that I was able to get time with you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. You know, August is the break time. Yeah. So it was a good time to do it now because now I have time and I feel like I'm fully committed to it. Yes. And it's before all of your fashion week craziness. You were just saying you're going to Paris, Milan. Yes. I'm doing the whole fashion week tour. Well, not the whole thing. I'm doing New York, not London, possibly Milan and then Paris. I made it a point this year to go try to go to 
Milan because I didn't go last year. So this time it's going to be good. Yes. And give the listeners, I guess, maybe like an overview of what you do, because there's so much and I can't encapsulate it succinctly. (laughs) So basically... I look like a musician, but, <laughs> totally. I'm, but I'm actually a makeup artist and that's what I do full time. But I also model at the side. I'm like a body positive person, even though I, I hate to like use the terms that the internet uses, but <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, this is what I am. And basically I'm just an artist in general. Like yeah. people say that I'm walking art. You really are though. You're like, just a vision. Even your personal look is so strong always. Thank you. I'm trying to like do like basic looks, not really basic, but looks that are more like chill. But then I add like my own flair to it. Like today I have on this like striped dress with like um, snakeskin belt. But then I have my hair cut so crazy and then like a (laughs) choker and all of that. Yes, But it's so natural and chill to me. And I love your blonde brows. Have your, you. your, were your brows blonde before? Yeah. Sometimes you can't see them because I wear like hair that covers like my, my eyebrows and everything. But I have had blonde brows for the last two years. It's almost going three years now. I used to have like really small, straight black brows. Mm-hmm. Like they were short. And then like, I was just like one day I want blonde brows. And then that's how I had them. But now I perfected the technique. It looks so you just bleach your own brows. Yes, I bleach my own brows. My friend has taught me how to like really like get them white. She's like, oh, you need to like tone them more. And so I've been doing that and now they're more white lately. They look amazing. Thank you. And and the work that you do from like a makeup artist perspective, I know you're like the most humble person ever, but could you just give us like a little bit of like who you've worked with? Yes. So basically uh, I work with like Kalala. She's a singer. She's a beautiful like uh, alternative R&B singer. She's Ethiopian and she's gorgeous. And I've been working with her for the last three years. I also work with an artist named Jungle Pussy. She's, Love her. Yes. Uh, Love she's her. She's the queen. She's from New York, Brooklyn native. She's in her 20s. She's just like so, so much energy. funny. Yes. She's like has her own like situation going on. But I've been doing her makeup for her music videos, which have been so awesome. Awesome. Y'all should check them out. And I do a lot of like, I work backstage. I won't tell you for who. Oh, okay. But <laughs> it's a very important person. And she's like one of the leading biggest makeup artists in the world. Yes. So I work backstage with her and it's amazing. I work in New York Fashion Week and it's been the last three years I've been doing it, but I love it. And I feel like I learned so much from it. And you're so young. I mean, how did you even get in, break into the industry? Well, for a lot of, I worked underground as like a makeup artist. I would do makeup for my friends' parties and like do little stuff like that. I was young at the time and I didn't really think that I was going to be focused or that was what I was going to do. That wasn't my intent intended purpose. So I started like working, working. And then I like took like a break because I thought I was going to be working at Urban Outfitters. I was doing that. <laughs> but I was going to be in corporate. That's where I was going. With really? Yes. Oh, my God. But you're so like creative and yes. you probably would have felt so boxed in. I know. But at that time, I thought it was like the thing because <laughs> I was so obsessed with clothes. I'm still am. But I was like, 
extremely upset. I wanted to be a fashion designer. Okay. So I was like in that thing. But then I was just like, wait, I lost my job. And I was just like, wait, I can do makeup. So I started doing makeup. People started hiring me for little shoots. And then I took a course with Priscilla Uno. She's Rihanna's makeup artist. She's like, uh, oh, yes. I follow her on Instagram. She's sick. Yeah, she's so good. I love her. Well, she I took her course like 2014. And I was just like inspired again to do makeup. At that time, I didn't think I was going to do it again. And I was like, I think I've given up on this dream. And then like after taking that course, it like put some drive into me. And then I started to change. And then like I was already doing looks because I was like a club kid. Yeah, I feel like you're just like one of these like New York it girls always on like the list of the coolest people in New York (laughs) type of thing. I think so. I would hope. Yeah, of course. Um, but, um, yeah, I started doing a lot of looks and people will always be like, oh, you do makeup so amazing. And I was doing looks on my friend Elise. She's like one of my muses. So she has like an interesting face and she had no eyebrows and we would just like try all these looks. And then people started hiring us to do shoes and then they were hiring me a lot. And, you know, you people don't realize that you start from like the bottom, mm-hmm. like you're doing like jobs for no money yep. or you're just doing it to connect. And like I met a lot of people through partying and just going out a lot. And there was a lot of like tension to like the way I did my makeup or how I did my friend's makeup. And people will be like, damn, I want you to do this and that. And then I started doing more stuff. Because there's such an editorial vision that you bring to your work as a makeup artist. It's not just about like covering up spots or putting on lipstick. Like there is a full look with references. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to be tapped into the culture so you can create looks like that. Exactly. And I've come from the culture of New York. Like people... You're like a true New Yorker, right? Yeah, I am a true... I live outside of the city, but I have went to school in the Bronx. I used to travel to the city all the time, really young, like even like from... I'm like, little, little, my mom would bring me to Brooklyn a lot because she's Caribbean and like we would go to the Caribbean spots. And nice. like this is before Brooklyn changed and become gentrified. Yes. So it's like it's so different now. But before it was so different, my mom would bring me like to Flatbush and then my cousin would take me to places and I would go be bad with her and just like <laughs> follow her around because I was really young. But I put that what I've seen as a young child into my work. My mom always done been wearing makeup, so I would watch her a lot. Even like the way I do my lips, I've noticed it's like her. She would wear a lot of brown lip liners. Uh-huh. Not as much anymore. She's like a blue lipstick, pink Ooh, lipstick. Ooh, okay, now. mom. Yeah, yes. she's fun. She's fun with her makeup now. I just got the Pat McGrath gel lip liner in yeah. brown that I'm obsessed oh, with. Oh, I love that. Ground it's control. So good. Yes. And it lasts for so oh, long. Yes. And I just do that with a little, a little bit of the Fenty yes. gloss balm and it's like the best combination. It is. I love a natural, like glossy. The Fenty gloss balm is one of my favorite. Is that glosses. what you're wearing now? I'm wearing the fussy one. Okay. Yes. It looks good. Thank Yours you. Yours is like shinier than mine. Thank you. Do you. Are you doing lots of layers? I just do like one and a half layer because I don't like it to be too, too much because okay. then it gets on your teeth. Uh, yeah, so just a little. The thing about obviously great makeup artists, because I'm always asking you for product recommendations. Mm-hmm. I've seen you do makeup. I will use the exact same products in the exact same order that you do. And it's just not the same. Like, <laughs> what is it? Is it like, like, I just can't figure out. Is it like the technique? Is it like knowing how to hold the brush? Is it? 
It's the technique. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. It's the technique because um, as uh, time went by, I've noticed like I've gotten better with skills, especially I told you I work uh, backstage. Yes. And they teach you so much. And, you know, like the models are getting like so many photos taken of them. Of so you have to like be so perfect. Flawless from every yeah. angle. Yeah. So I've learned from that. And just like using certain things, like maybe not using me using your finger and then switching to a beauty blender after to blend it out or it's the amount of pressure you put on your hand when you're like applying the product or like how you blend it or what consistency of products you're using after it's a whole thing and it could be your skincare routine too i've noticed like if you have too much of something on your face then it takes away something oh really like oh yeah like if you have too much oil maybe on your face it's harder to do makeup over yeah no not necessarily necessarily but I say, because I've now been using a lot of oils in my skincare. Mm-hmm. You have flawless skin. Thank you. Thank you. It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> Some days it's active, but you know, we're women, so it's hormones. Hormonal stuff is yes. always happening. So it's just like I take some oil now before and I mix it in with my moisturizer and then I'll do some sunscreen and then I'll put on my, okay. my whole situation. Yes. Which sunscreen do you use? I use the Glossier one. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because it's invisible. Yeah. It's really nice. Don't put it near your eyes because it's... It'll make your eyes burn. burn. Yeah. Yep. Sunscreen doesn't go near your eyes, but it's really good. And it's a really, I feel like, effective one. It's important to wear sunscreen wear very it all important. the time. Very, very important. I learned so much from just, I've watched you do makeup. You did the makeup for my friend Lila's wedding, which I know you don't even do weddings. That was like yeah, a special, no. that was like a special. Yeah. So don't, don't hit up Raisa asking her to do <laughs> makeup for your wedding. But even just learning, like this is a very basic thing. One, I'm not using color corrector. Now I'm going to, I I have the Mac kit. I'm going to get it. I actually, for my birthday, got a gift certificate to Mac. So Good. I already know what I'm buying. Yes. So the color corrector, that's one. Then the concealer over, which I was doing, but then it wouldn't last. You're the one that said you have to set it with powder, yes. which I don't know why I just never knew that. Yes, you have to set your under eyes with powder. I mean, not all the time. If you have super, super dry skin, maybe not too much powder, maybe a sheer lighter powder. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people who have like issues with locking under or darkness... It's how much powder you put on and what type of powder you put on. Yes. Is all powder setting powder? Not necessarily. Because okay. some of the powders, like I use this MAC Mineralize. Skin uh, finish. Skin which finish. I love. Yeah, it's really good. That's a setting powder, but I feel like sometimes it has a little highlight points in it. So yes. it's very, it could be a lightly, a little sparkly. Yeah. But I think it's better to use like a fine, like thin powder. I use this one called, um, not on myself, but um, like clients and everything is by AJ Crimson. Ooh. He's a black makeup artist. Ooh, and love to support. He's really good. He's been doing a lot of our faves in the industry's makeup for years since yeah. in like early 2000s. So he has this powder and it's like super good. It's like a yellow tone powder, but it's the right tone of yellow. Okay. And then you mix it with like a darker, maybe a Laura Mercier powder or maybe a Danessa Myricks powder. Yes. Number four or number three together. And I just put it under the eye. Don't put too much. And then you just do that. Or I say the Fenty Poreless Finish Oh, or the filler powder. Yes. That's the one I use on myself. Oh. I, I, I feel like it's really good. I don't really, I think I don't use it in my kit because it's so big. 
Yeah, it's and huge. I haven't like broken down all the things in my kit, but it's a really good powder. And I say get it if you feel like you want something that's gonna like make your stuff disappear. It's like a filter for your face. Yes. That. And I use the shade hazelnut, but I yes. love that. I love that I use powder. that one too. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. That's the one you should use on top of your stuff. Okay. Well, speaking of your kit, it is so legendary. Like the products that you have are incredible. Thanks. But one of the things that you were talking about, which I think is so interesting, is like how you feel like sometimes as a black makeup artist, you have to come correct, right? Like you yes. have to come with the designer names and like the expensive, nice. Yes. Say more about that because I think that's super interesting. Well, for me, I think that when you're a black makeup artist, you have to be so prepared and so ready because already people think that you might not be that good at doing makeup because they're not, they're not used to seeing you mm. around. So they're used to seeing like white makeup artists or whoever there, but they're not really seeing like, I remember some, a model was like, you're like the first black makeup artist I've ever worked with. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, damn, you know, and, and it's not saying that all black makeup artists do what I do and they, they, are like the same realm as mm-hmm. me, but it's just sad because I feel like that's that's re- it just breaks my heart in a way because it's like wow these girls don't see the reflection of themselves when they're doing these things yeah and it and it hinders their trust because I know a lot of times when I see models and they're very untrustworthy with the way they want and you and you mean models of color right yeah yeah because they've had their skin really messed up before so they're just very like they know what they want and they know how they want to look and they want to make sure that you have the things so especially when i everyone i come prepared if i work with a white girl asian black indian whichever you i come prepared because i know what i have in my kit and i have enough supplies but it's just like it's unfortunate a lot of these girls go to a shoot and then they go and their makeup looked ashy or they didn't feel like they looked good. I worked with one of the biggest supermodels in the world the other day. And then she I love was these qualifiers without the names. Okay. Yeah. We'll imagine. Yes, we'll imagine. You'll see it. You'll see it. It's coming out <laughs> soon. And well, she was just like, dang, you're like one one of the first makeup artists I've seen had so much range yes. for her dark skin. Yes. And she was blue almost she's blue black almost yeah so it's just like wow i've never seen anyone like be prepared like yeah but isn't it amazing how you as a black woman you know how to do all skin types whereas i don't know if white makeup artists know how to do like you can do a white person's face probably in your sleep right Right, you you, you know how to do it you've studied it Mm -hmm. but i feel like oftentimes white makeup artists don't take that same attention to detail to learn how to do different skin and it's in a to be honest, it's not all of them because there's a select sure, that know how to do. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mean. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. No, no, no. I, I know. I, I say the same thing too. I say that I'm like, uh that did not look good, but <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I don't feel like these girls are getting the black girls. Or they're saying to these girls, oh, you look good the way you are when they come in. And that's so offensive to a model because it's just like, 
They want to be treated like how when they see the girls sit in the chair and they're in there for two hours. We don't want a 15 minute touch. Exactly. I, I used to model with Ford. I was in their teen division for Ford models. Wow. And there were so many times on set when they'd be like, you know what? You actually don't even need foundation. Your skin's great. And I'm like, I know you're saying this because you literally don't have. No, exactly. And they don't have or they don't know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? And just learn. Ask one of your friends or just practice. It's practice. You don't even have to ask anyone, to be honest, because when I do something wrong, I don't go around asking people. I just make adjustments and try again or see where I went wrong and just go research. A lot of times people don't even realize with me, I go on like a research thing where if I know a tone is off in a foundation, I will look at like multiple foundations that I like and find the right tones because there's so many tones in the skin that you have to find it. Sometimes I could be a little off and I see it myself. Maybe not everyone sees it because they're not looking at the detail that yep. fine. But I spend a lot of time like perfecting the skin because that's the first thing you look at when you see someone. Of course, their skin. Because you, so you're much. like you're you have this like luminescent glow. It's Thank like a, it's like a flawless <laughs> canvas, and then it's like kind of glowy. Like, how do you get your skin to look Thank like this? You. Well, I do. I started doing more skincare. It's not that heavy. I'm like minimal. I use like the Glossier cleanser. I use like Claudalie's like um, exfoliator once or twice a week okay. now, and I realized that it's taken off so many of the dead skin dead layer, skin, yeah, and it's improved the way my skin mm-hmm. looks. And then I just use the oil now and then I use like Glossier's highlighter in Topaz it has Mm. a little coconut oil in it or some type of oil in it Interesting. so when you put it on the face it makes your skin look super luminous I find that makeup looks so much better when your skin is doing well like you can't makeup can only do so much right? right it only can do so much and some people some people's skin you can make it work but if you take care of your skin really well and i know some people say they take care of their skin and it still reacts poorly and i i don't know i can't tell them exactly what to do i try to suggest as much i tell people a lot to just go to sephora go look and see what you want try some things Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work for you then maybe you have to go to a dermatologist and figure something out but you have to take a lot of care of your skin and i've realized that too i've always been like the kid with the face wash or doing that i've always cleaned my skin and made sure it was good but Paying attention and wearing sunscreen is important. So important. I'm going to say it again. Wear your sunscreen. And like a lot of people, too, I'll do their makeup and they don't care about skincare. Mm. And I have to be like, no, if you want to look good when you're old, you have to take care of your skin. Do you think people go to sleep in your makeup ever? Yeah. (laughs) people told me they went to sleep actually one of my friends she went to sleep woke up and went to a cast in with her oh my gosh i'm sure it looked bomb yeah it looked bomb still (laughs) yeah my makeup is 24 hour proof it can last up to 36 hours but i don't i don't recommend Recommend. yes to wash your face at the end of the night but and also washing your brushes that's another thing that people overlook yes i mean People who are not makeup artists, I mean, some makeup artists, I've seen some dirty brushes. I'm not going to say I've seen it on Instagram. People mm. doing makeup and the brushes are not mm. clean. But there is important to clean your brushes because your brushes have bacteria yes. on them. So even the handles and stuff from your hands is good to 
Always sanitize your hands. What I do when I know I'm traveling outside, I wash my hands first thing when I walk into any any yes. place that I'm doing anything because I know I'm going to touch someone's face mm-hmm. or my face yep. and I don't want to give anybody anything. So you have to wash your brushes too because they're touching people's faces or even your face. And then like the times you like double dip or like you put things down or oh, rest it on something, there's so much germs and bacteria. And that's also why some people's skin is bad because they don't clean their things their or they're always in a rush. And I understand that. And I always tell people at least find like one hour in your week or if you have enough brushes to last you a week find some time and just wash your brushes wash your i hate br- washing my brushes <laughs> it's like so it's annoying yeah. it's just like washing dishes yeah but it's just like you have to do it and i don't ever want to come to a shoe with dirty brushes and i like i haven't ever experienced a time where I've went to a shoot and I've had dirty brushes. Like, yeah, you have your container. Maybe you had some dirty brushes in an empty container with dirty brushes. That's important, too. You don't contaminate your clean brushes with your dirty brushes. Oh, Always keep them separate. separate. So I keep, like, different tubes with different stuff. For, like, a basic, basic beginner makeup kit, like, what are the essential brushes that you think you need? You need a foundation brush. And okay. Do you, though? Because can't you put on foundation with your hands? You can, but I say get one okay. like a like a kabuki one okay like a flat topped one okay. is good to have i like that for applying foundation okay and which foundation do you like i like well the foundation i i've been wearing the glossier skin tint so that doesn't okay. really classify as anything but i did try hats foundation oh, the other day i tried it too at sephora i tried it too and I was like, and this it, is 68 dollars, but i want it yeah i need to get some <laughs> and i'm gonna get it some for my kit but the way that foundation went on to the skin it looked like your skin yeah it was like, like people need to get into that too with makeup. Realize that you don't have to wear that much makeup to look beat. Yeah. Cause a lot of times I'll beat someone's face and what I put on their skin wasn't as much as they, everyone thinks I was doing. Right. Even with my skin, like in some of my photos and videos, people probably think I put on lots of foundation, lots of makeup. I don't know. I'm putting on a little bit of skin tint, you know, yeah. and I, I could say that because my skin is good. You have good skin, yeah. good skin. But there's sometimes I work with some people and they don't have necessarily the best skin, mm-hmm. but I make it work without using that much um, makeup. And I think that foundation is going to change the game because yes. people need to realize when you watch those videos on Instagrams with the girls like doing oh, the front foundation on their face, like squashing it on their face. That's not what you do. You take. <laughs> Three, two pumps, possibly start with one or two and then you apply. And then if you feel like you need more coverage, you go back again. You and just build. don't squeeze that all over your face. That's like super heavy and like, it's just not good. I know. I I, I hate to say this. It's a waste of product also. Yeah, it is. Like you're bu- probably buying foundation like every month and a half. Right. I buy foundation maybe I could a foundation can last me a year if I really, really but do you have do you have to even buy makeup at this point? I'm sure everyone sends you stuff. No, they really? don't everyone doesn't send me stuff, but a bunch of people send me okay. stuff. Like of brands that I I like send me stuff. Okay. Okay, so a foundation brush. Foundation brush, you need like a I say get like a little dome top like eyeshadow brush in okay. case you want to do a little something mm-hmm. a little eyebrow brush in case you want to fill in oh, your wow. brows this is for basic or or no you know what a spoolie, spoolie. a spoolie yep. not an eye, eyebrow brush get a spoolie get a powder brush 
and a lip brush. Is is a lip brush really necessary? Yeah, I think so. What do you you use a lip brush for? Like blending the lip. Because I feel like when you want to be super precise, you want to like have a lip. A lip brush is always a need. Okay. you might not want, not everyone might want you to touch their lips. Oh, I see. When you're doing someone else's Yeah, Yeah. so it's good to have that at least. Those are at least a few brushes I feel like you need. Okay. Because you can make it work with your fingers to apply eyeshadow on your lid, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So a little, like a blending one to blend it, Mm -hmm. maybe foundation, lip brush, and a powder brush, and you can make it work. I can use, some days I only use like four brushes on my face. Really? And I make it work. Yes. Let's get back to your look, because I'm, you have such a specific way that you present yourself. Like, how did you come to this look? Like, what's it? It's like kind of punk rock. It's like, how would you even describe your look? Um, My style. Oh, gosh. My style. Because your makeup is light, too. It's like it's it's ethereal and, and kind Thank of dreamy. You. And Thank you. So people, when they see me come to shoots, they're like, wow. <laughs> and I don't go to shoots looking all dressed. I'm very, like, calm when I work because I like to think. And I don't want to think about myself when mm-hmm. I'm working. Like, once the other day I was on a big, big shoot and I was, like, wearing makeup and I was over it because I was just like, <laughs> damn, I'm sweating every second. The makeup is just getting everywhere. I was too concerned, but I was focused on the client, but I was just like the talent, but I was just like uh, in my mind. But my style is like more, I say it comes from punk aesthetic. I love like, that's what I seen as a kid, like going to the mall, like all the like cyber goths, punk people. And then I hung out in St. Mark's a lot. And a bunch of my friends are like black punk kids. And I like was around them for like years. And even though my aesthetic in high school, I got the most unique award yes. in class. So everyone thought I was weird. Even my principal, she like yelled at me because I had a half shaved head. And she was like, oh, that's such a gang here. I was oh like, how God. does that have anything to do with a gang? And I wore like pink. But I was in Catholic school, by the way. And I wore pink Dr. Martin's shiny. And I had <laughs> my lip it. pierced. And I was just so like, I'm a rebel. And then I had long nails. I love nails. That's oh my, my thing. So you always, you always were serving. A look, yeah, even in always. high school. But where do you think that came from? Like, did your parents encourage it? Mm, my parents are Caribbean, so I'm not necessarily <laughs> that they encouraged it. They're just like they have accepted it, and I've I'll push them to accept it because I'm just like in their face all the yes. time. So I'm just like when I got a tattoo, one of my first tattoos, I was like. How old were you? I was like 18. Okay. I got That's it old older. enough. Because I'm very like, if I'm going to do something like a tattoo, it's going to be permanent. So let me do it when I'm thinking. Straight. Right. And I have, it's making sense. So a lot of the times I would like get a piercing on a tattoo and I'll be like, daddy, look, <laughs> or mommy, look, I got this or I got that. And they'll just be like, or they'll just see random things on my body and they'll be like, when did wow. that happen? Yeah. But I feel like my style, I've always been super rebellious as a kid. I'm all Aquarius. So we're like non-conforming. Yes, people, that's so true. Weirdos. And we're just like different. So I'm like, I've been that way. I used to listen to like rock music a lot when I was younger. Who did you listen to? I listened to like the used. I like a, um, wow. <laughs> I like, I know that's so random. I liked like corn. Yes. I like, um, what's 
like a whole bunch of old school bands to like, I can't, the names are like blanking right now, but I used to listen to Screamo Rock a lot. And I was like super weird and and different. I wore a lot of black, I still wear black eyeliner. That's like my thing. You'll always see me in it. If you don't ever see me in black eyeliner, it's because I'm doing a different type of look or I don't feel like having raccoon eyes, but I'm down to have raccoon (laughs) under eyes. And so when, when your parents see you in like Dazed 100 or like Vogue, like most exciting young talent do they as like oh you you know you broke all the rules and you dressed this way growing up and now it's paying off like do they yeah, get it they get it they're they're like they're still accepting because they're they're more about the Caribbean parents want you to be a nurse or a doctor or <laughs> where in the Caribbean are they from my mom's from Barbados and my nice. dad's from Guyana nice so they're just like so oh my god like they're just like this better pay off but now when they see me work a lot they're like oh she's doing yeah. things but they 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 love it like my mom she's like a big like internet person like she doesn't really have like followers and stuff but she's always on her she's phone. On, she's on the Instagram streets. She's on the Instagram. She knows what's happening. Yeah. She doesn't even post on her Instagram. She just goes on my Instagram and a whole bunch of other Instagrams and just start like liking stuff or <laughs> comment. That. She comments a lot on my stuff or on Facebook. I'm me or my sister or sometimes my brother, my sisters and brother. We're always on her like picture she always has us at her icon <laughs> and i'm so like cute. you're cute enough to have your own face on yeah your your thing That's so cute but she'll like post all my stuff sometimes or she'll just be like go girl even though we argue and stuff a lot she's just really like oh you look so beautiful my mom's always commenting she's just one of those moms she's a cheerleader when you choose a creative career, that support is such yeah. a game changer because I know so many people who want to do creative things, but they're afraid to because they feel like their parents won't understand. Yeah, at first they didn't understand truly, but I always been super artsy. I drew a lot as a kid and they had to, I always told them like, I'm going to be an artist when I'm older. They even thought I was like super crazy for doing that. And I used to go to this doctor and I told him like, I'm going to grow up and be an artist. He's like, that's not a real thing. And I'm just like, what? I'm a makeup artist now. It's makeup and it's art. Yeah, so it's just of like he like persuaded me that that some people are in not encouraging on your path sometimes and you have to learn to not listen to them. Even like some I've had fans or people supporters like DM me and they'll just be like, oh, I don't know what to do. My parents will not support mm. what I want to do. I want to model. I want to do this. I don't want to do what they tell me. And they come from like Caribbean backgrounds or the African or whichever. And that's sad. And like the black community, I feel like that's like a realization for me too. Even in Asian communities too, like of their course. parents want them to do something because they've had to hustle and sacrifice yeah. and work hard. And it's like I didn't work this hard for you to you do this. Try it out as yeah. as an artist and maybe wind up on the street. Yeah, yeah that's what they all their fear. Because I went to Catholic school most of my life. I went up to high school, so my parents were always just like. No, uh, why are you doing this? I spent so much money for you to go to school. And my dad worked a lot. My mom worked a lot. You know, I didn't see them all the time because mm-hmm. I was there were at work till seven. And then like after that, we're doing homework and then I were in bed like and they did that all the time and they're still doing it now. Like they want to retire, but I have to be super rich for them to retire. <laughs> so it's just like 
It, it's something it's it's sad too when I see other people like my parents have grown into accepting me for who I am before they used to be like uh, kind of just weary about it or over it and they would voice it and we would argue a are lot. Are your siblings similar? Oh uh, yeah. Well, my siblings are super artsy too. Okay. That's my cool. brother raps and my sister she wants to model and then she's going to art school and okay. um, where we live. So she's going to figure out what she wants to do now because she's just like she doesn't know what she wants to do what she wants to do could she help you you should like bring her along on all the fun stuff you do right i want to but now she's going to start school in august okay. so she's going to be but i'm going to try to get her some jobs in fashion week maybe get her some modeling jobs or something yeah. and help her out with that and then yeah my the tiny little sister she's seven but she's not yeah. She's not into it. She's cute. Yeah. She's just into her iPad and, <laughs> you know, playing and having yeah. her own fun. She's not worried about that yet. But we're all super artsy, especially my other two siblings. Okay. Like, so it's just a thing. And I feel like they get it from me in a sense. But okay. it's just like I feel like my parents are so laid back and just kind of like regular that they created artsy kids. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah, because I'm not a lot of, because people think that if your parents are not artsy, you might not be artsy. Right, but that's not the case. But they maybe have suppressed their art. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Yeah, Art, you know, because it's and, come out in their DNA. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I think sometimes. But my style is very carefree. I go based on how I feel. Like if I today I knew I wanted to put on this dress and I was just like, I have to find some way to make it work today with yes. my outfit, with the hair. And then I was just like, you know what? I want to go on there looking cute because I know Brooke is going to look cute too. <laughs> well, I have, I have this top on for you, which I thought was very yeah, cute. Yeah, I love it. I Thank love you. It. So growing up, who were the people you looked up to from like a beauty perspective? Like who did you think like, oh, I wish I could look like this? Um, A lot of, I say this a lot. I love Missy Elliott. Yes. I love her. Icon. I, she's just like, she needs all the props and people's like they give her enough props i'm like no, no they don't not even really yeah not really yeah because people don't really know her too like it's sad that the younger as the time goes the generations don't yeah. know the real icons mm -hmm. and they see like people doing stuff and they're just like oh yeah that you know 
No, I started doing that, but it's just like there's so many people that were doing it before us. Like, yes. And like seeing her a lot of the times just was really like, damn, that's empowering. And she's, she was plus size and mm-hmm. she was slaying. She was wearing like the, the boyish baggy clothes. Yes. That's why I'm not afraid to wear baggy clothes neither. Cause I just think it's like whatever. And it's just like she, was just slaying the looks. Videos were on point, but that's Always. when they had money. When they had budget. To, <laughs> to I know. do video. But remember when, like, there'd be the world premiere of yes. a miss, like, the, they'd have the making of the video yeah. and then it would premiere and it was just, like, such an exciting moment. It's so good. And then her makeup used to be always so good. And then, like, she had the hair and then Everything. the fits and then the way it coordinated with the video. She was just on point. I just love Missy. Yeah. I think she's, like, one of, like, the greatest. And her music is so good. And the point about her being plus size is interesting because it was, I feel like she was never positioned that way. She just yeah. happened to be. Growing up, did you always, like, I know we have the term body positivity now, but did you always feel positive about your body growing no, up? No, I didn't. Honestly, I'm just going to mm-hmm. throw it out there. Even sometimes I struggle now, really? but not as much as I did when I was mm-hmm. younger. Like, especially like I've always fluctuated as I went from being really small when I was younger to getting really big and then like growing so tall so yeah, you're fast. quite tall yeah so i was just like when i was younger i was just like damn i'm all of a sudden taller than all the boys what's going on and i'm plus sized and i want to do other things and then it was just like a very awkward time growing up because i didn't i wanted to be all in the like cute clothes that i seen the other girls wearing yeah. but then it would be too short or too tight or whatever the case may be. And I would just be like, damn, what? like, I was like, I'm going to be a fashion designer so I could change this. Mm. And, you know, it didn't really happen. Maybe it'll happen one day. Yeah. Who knows? You know, Rihanna's a fashion designer now. Exactly. I'm <laughs> so happy for her. And I think that I'm just like, wow, as a child, how much I didn't see the plus size image in the industry and it may affected the way I see myself. Mm. So it was just like a lot of times I would just be like wanting to cover up my body. I'm super expressive now. Now I could wear a short skirt I mean, and a short dress and feel I've seen cute. you on the runway and like yeah. next to nothing. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I couldn't do that before, even though I was too young to do it. But, you know, I didn't feel like I was I would have been ever Mm. comfortable or gotten comfortable. A lot of things have affected the way my comfortability, like posing for pictures or walking the runways or just being around people who always support me and show me love and just tell me how much good I look. Yeah, you do look good. Thank you. And so do people reach out to you and say how much it means for them to see you in these positions? Yes. And it always makes me want to like tear up and mm-hmm. cry a bit. I do cry about it some days, you know, you have those words. I'm so emotional sometimes. Uh, I have those moments where I'm just like, dang, I, someone will DM me and they'll say something. Thank you so much for being such an inspiration to me. I haven't seen a woman like you around or, you know, when I tried to find people who look like you, it was really hard back Mm -hmm. then. And it means a lot when people say that because it's just like I felt the same way young and I'm glad that I'm here now and I've reached a point where I can like, you know, invade a lot of people's spaces and just tell them like, yeah, I'm here. Exactly. I'm here. So it's just 
a lot because I remember hearing stories in the 90s like they used to tell makeup artists things to lose weight what? or yeah like or you're too fat or you know say craziness and I've heard different things or you know there wasn't a, any really much black makeup artists and doing makeup like on a higher level you know except like Pat right. or and maybe a few others but very minuscule so it's just like damn I'm just grateful I'm grateful that you're in this space as well. Thank you. I have to ask you your favorite beauty products at the moment, top okay. three, and then three beauty trends or products that you want to see on the way out. Oh, gosh. Okay. Three beauty products that I love right now. Oh, man. This is hard. <laughs> I know you've got so many I would say, I would say I love Pat McGrath's palette, eyeshadow palette. Ugh. That's the, a the mothership one. Yes. Yeah. If you want if you ever I know they're expensive, but they're worth it. Yes. They're very great quality. The yep. casing is great quality. Everything I say, if you have the money, invest in one mm-hmm. or get a smaller one. And now she has single shadows. So oh, maybe, she does? Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. Eye dolls. Okay. So if you buy the little single ones, maybe get a few of them if you don't want to spend the money on a big palette. But I think it's worth it to buy a palette. Yeah. Because if you buy singles, then you're wasting your money because you're buying like so many singles when you could just have a nice palette. palette. Yes. Yeah. It's better. So I say get that. That's one of the beauty because I use it a lot it's when gorgeous. I shoot. When I shoot, I'm always like in there, like yes. swipe on the eye. Yes. It's so good. And you could use it in different ways. People don't even realize. Research the ways you could use it. There's a lot of them. <laughs> and also, I would say I really like the Glossier new thing, the brow flick. Oh, I haven't tried that yet. It's so nice. Okay. If you have, I feel like if you want to create eyebrows yes. for yourself where you want them to look feathery, yes. I really like how pointy it is and how okay. you could just flick on your eyebrows and just go yes. across your eyebrows. Okay, I need to try that. Yeah, you should try it. It's really cute. It's okay. really nice. I say that's a good beauty product. And another beauty product that I like, I'm like trying to think. I do love the NARS um, Creamy Conceal. Yes. I it's love that a, That's a top, yeah. top, top, top yep. five. Yep. I use a Mond. Yeah. I just buy it over and over yeah, again. Yeah, me too. I have yeah. so many of them. I use I use, I use, use that a lot in my kit. Yeah. I that's, feel like you have like every single shade yeah, of that. I have almost every single shade. And you like blend shade. them all together. Yes. I love them. And I feel like they're really good. I You have to use them fast. Mm. And they're... They're creamy, but they dry fast. Mm-hmm. So you have to use them real fast with the blending. And then don't overpower powder them because it gets like cakey. Yeah. And then you get settled. Yeah. So just be careful with that. But that's a good one. I love okay. that beauty product. What are the beauty trends that you're over? Over. Dang. I'm over the brows that look unrealistic. Mm. Like when a brow looks like it was drawn on rather than you know because there's a lot of girls with beautiful brows yeah and i feel like they forget that they have beautiful brows so they just like put the dark dark product in them and make Mm -hmm. them look stiff yeah so i feel like brows should look effortless unless you're doing a look with them 
Right. Yeah. But a lot of times people don't know that because they're just like looking at Instagram. And they're looking at the like 15 step brow. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the makeup is just like, ugh, no. <laughs> and then there's so many people on the internet doing videos. They're just doing the YouTube. They're doing all of that and making people just feel like they could, everybody needs to do it, but everyone doesn't need to do it. Yes. Sometimes it could just be toned down and people need to stop doing it for money. Mm. It's not about the money. If you stop teaching people things that you know you're you're uninterested in teaching. I see. Like taking a brand's money to talk about a product that you don't Yeah, Yeah, that's yep. that awful. And then you're like telling people that and they're like getting all hyped. I know. But that's why I appreciate women like Jackie Ina is a great example. Like mm-hmm. she will be like. I'm not going to talk about anything I don't believe in. Right. And I I watch some of her videos like her, like when she does, like sometimes I'll if I get that far, I'll go on and I'll see like what she didn't like or what mm-hmm. was up with the product. When she does her reviews, I'm just like, OK, let me review this because she does mostly all black products. Yes. So it's good to look at her, her yes. thing to see what what's up. Anything else you don't like? Oh, what else I don't like? I kind of grown of annoyed or just like over the fact that everyone's trying to do looks now <laughs> and i hate explain to say more explain more i hate to say it i hate to say it it's funny but it's just like people are doing it just for the internet they're not yeah. doing it because they like to do it and it's upsetting cuz i'm seeing so many people do these looks on instagram and i'm just like is that from your heart or you're mm. doing it to like keep up with everyone else that's doing it? Yeah. And it's just like, I, I hate to say it. Instagram is so public with the way you see people grow, mm-hmm. of course, from their start to finish. But I, I don't want people just doing it because they're lazy and seeing everybody else do it. Right. Like do it because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, that's something that I don't like is that so I'll see looks on Instagram that just don't really. I'm just like, I understand practicing and honing your skills and doing all of that. But to some people, it's just like, it feels very fake. Yeah. I will want, I just want people to be real with what totally. they put out. Yes. In the world. And but don't you find that so many of the people come to you and love you because you are authentic? Yes. A lot of all of that fake stuff makes authenticity that much more valued. Yes. That's why I encourage people to be themselves. Yes. And then find out what's right for them. Like just because you see me doing this doesn't mean that it might be something you should be doing. Find out what you want to do and really figure that out and master it. I'm always learning. And I tell people this all the time. I'm not afraid to learn. Yeah. Because what I, if I don't learn anything or if I don't keep myself in a position to learn, I'm going to become cocky and just full of, full of myself. And that's when you could walk into a place and don't know how to do on someone's skin right. and, and think you do. Right. And, you know, that's important for me. But enough about that. But <laughs> my last, my last, uh, beauty trend that I don't like. Hmm. I, I think I'm over watching people do these cut creases that are all the same. <laughs> I never even learned how to do a cut crease. I love a cut crease. Okay. It's one of my favorite things, but I I see some Instagrams and it's like the same look in different colors. Okay. What's what is that look? Like it's like a cut crease with bright colors. Oh, okay. Yep. And then a wing with like mink lashes. Yeah. 
I'm bored. <laughs> I'm just like, yawn. And yeah. then they're getting all the products and all the things. And I'm here still asking brands to send me products. And it's a struggle. Yeah, Like, it's so sad. Well, any brands listening, send Raisa all the things. Yes. Send me the things. I mean, <laughs> I'm not, not, you know, begging for them. But yeah. I feel like I, I use my work to push a whole whoever sees the table setup i have they're looking to see what brands i have of course so to go by them. of course so, i bought so many things after seeing your kit i'm like right. taking notes you know yeah. what i'm saying so it's just like when you get one of those people send me those things yeah. i can put them and promote them to people i always suggest people to get things yes yeah that's what my job is like if they're i, I always suggest like one thing I do is I tell people if they want me to change something, tell me. If you don't feel comfortable with me doing something, tell me. Mm. I'll try to do it in my best way and my best intention. But if you feel a certain type of way, it's your face. I'm not going to argue with you. Right. So, Which some makeup artists do. will do. They oh, will argue with you argue about your own face. face. And <laughs> that's a negative thing to yeah. do. And I tell people because it makes people more comfortable yeah. with you and allows you to... To understand them because I model sometimes and I've gotten my makeup done. Yeah. And, you know, it allows me to tell tell them to, like, speak up and encourage people to speak up. Yes. Because I tell people a lot of times, if you don't like something, don't sit in my face and tell me you do. Yes. You have to speak up, speak up always and tell someone if you feel uncomfortable with something. Not like if you're a model, obviously you're modeling for yeah, a reason and yeah. you have a look. But if you totally feel like, oh, this is a tragedy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we could switch something yes. up. But I tell a lot of people. That's great. That. And I make sure it's a point. Final question that mm -hmm. I ask all of my guests. When do you feel most beautiful? Ooh. I feel most beautiful when I first wake up in the morning. Like, I feel like my skin's always like, especially if I did my skincare the night before, my skin's all glowy and yes. cute. And then my eyes, my lips are so plump from yes. like being asleep. And then I don't know. I just love how I feel when I wake up. That's it's just, great. It's just like a good thing. Sometimes my body hurts, but you know, <laughs> I need to stretch more, but I just love how my face looks when I wake up. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Especially coming from you who like, you have access to all the products and the things you actually feel the most beautiful, completely stripped down yeah. first thing in the morning. I love that. I love that. Even though I love myself when I'm wearing looks, I love myself all the time. That's great. But I'm just like, when in the morning, I'm just like, dang. <laughs> I'm just on my face going in. I'm just like, dang, these lips look fine. And yes. just like just going on my face. That's how I am. Okay. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for coming on yes. Naked Beauty and Thank sharing you your story and me. wisdom. And more. I feel like I need to have you back. Like, we yeah, need to, like, we, should, continue. we should do There's another more. one. We yes. should do a part two. Maybe a live show. Yes, that we can do that. Great. I'm down for that. Okay. With people and questions. Yes. Yeah, amazing. let's do it. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, thank you. Bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.